Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. After addressing the issues in this church in Corinth for four chapters, Paul the Apostle now in chapter 5 has got around to finally how to deal with this issue. And to many people this is going to seem really harsh, but it really reflects the wholeness of God, not just the Jesus meek and mild with a lamb around its neck. We all like that Jesus, we just don't like the disciplinary side. And we're going to pick it up in chapter 5 verse 2 of 1 Corinthians, but just for the sake of context, let's go back to verse 1 and we'll just have it all into our understanding. Verse 1 begins and says, It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that one has his father's wife. Now in verse 2, You are arrogant and didn't mourn instead that he who had done this deed might be removed from among you. So what Paul is saying here is instead of hearts of repentance and broken spirits there in that church because of this sin, Paul had found that there was pride, there was hardened hearts, much like we have today in in the churches in which we have in our culture. It appears that they believed themselves, the, the individuals in that church, to be beyond any teaching, to be beyond correction. They, like so many who have followed, they saw themselves as having arrived at some perceived spiritual elitism. And they were, in fact, quite indignant toward Paul at him coming at them. In truth, it was here that the church discipline should have begun. It was these entrenched individuals that should have been removed right from the beginning. However, such a practice as church discipline is almost unheard of in our modern age. And in fact, when it is discussed, It is often shrouded in misinformation, secrecy, and rumor, and rarely is it looked upon as it truly is, and that is God's mandate. In fact, generally it's looked upon as some sort of authoritarian thuggery, those of archaic and cultic groups. Yet, please note, we have here in the clear word of God, the Lord directing the church to judge themselves. 1 Peter 4.17 says, For the time has come for judgment to begin with the household of God. In that judgment, we're being called to remain pure and spiritually monogamous. 2 Corinthians 11.2 says, That I might present you, being the church, as a pure virgin to Christ. 1 Timothy 3.14 and 15 says, These things I write to you, that you may know how men ought to behave themselves in God's house, which is the assembly of the living God, the pillar and the ground of truth. Going on in verse 3 of our text back in 1 Corinthians 5, it says, For I most certainly, as being absent in body but present in spirit, have already, as though I were present, judged him who has done this thing. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you're gathered together with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are to deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Clearly, Paul was not flinching on this matter. Even bearing in mind that he wasn't there personally, 
<laughs> Apparently this issue in Corinth there was not a secret and certainly wasn't being denied by the guilty parties. Paul said this guy needed to be put out of the church. The New Living translates Paul's words and attitude as, quote, you must throw this man out, end quote. Now, he doesn't do this with some imagined or self-proclaimed authority either. He uses the name and the authority of Jesus Christ, and he doesn't mince words describing how this man is to be dealt with. He goes so far as to state that they were to deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. You know, despite the heavy action, you need to know this was not meant to be just some punitive or elitist action, but rather it was done in hopes of bringing about a repentance and a subsequent restoration of this man. Thus, the ultimate goal of that repentance and subsequent restoration, the ultimate goal must always be offered to that offender clearly and graciously. So let us absolutely understand what this means to us as a church today. This does not rule out patience or discussion. This does, however, call us to deal with entrenched and defiant sin within the church and that it must be dealt with clearly, resolutely, and transparently. Look, no one has ever been asked to leave this body of believers without opportunity to repent, to correct, and to be restored. So if they are still gone today, it's because they flat out refused. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.